WRSR, Owasso Flint. The following program has been pre-recorded and is paid for by Discover Flint Township. The views expressed are those of Discover Flint Township and do not necessarily reflect the views of 103.9 The Fox or Krill Communications, Inc. Welcome to Discover Flint Township, a program showcasing our local community. Flint Township is ready for your next move. And now, your host, Flint Township Economic Enhancement Director, Tracy Tucker. I'm Tracy Tucker, and this is Discover Flint Township, brought to you by Flint Township Economic Development Authorities, HAP, Financial Plus Credit Union, and Shea Automotive Group, and along with 103.9 The Bucks. This morning, we're doing something a little different. Since we're leading off the new year, we want to welcome everybody to 2022. I also want to welcome back all of our sponsors that helped make 2021 a great year for our radio show. So today we have with us Stacy and Mackenzie from Shea Automotive Group. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Stacy. Hello. Hi, Mackenzie. We have... Bridget Hollingsworth Stafford from HAP. Good morning. Good morning. And we have Dion Oliver from Guaranteed Rate. Good morning, ladies. Thank you so much for having me today. <laughs> yeah, thanks. And a little later, I'm going to have on Kristen Brisbane from um, Financial Plus Credit Union. So uh, the, everybody will get to meet her as well. But we're going to start off with. This group of ladies who just met each other today. So I don't think you all knew everybody yet. I would like each one of you to talk about what happened with your businesses this last year. I mean, it it was coming off the, the shutdowns in 2020 and how that affected you. And so we're going to get into all of that. So, but we can start with what would you like to talk about, Stacy? You had a big year last Whew, year. Yeah, we <laughs> did have a big year. year. Let's see. What can we talk about? Well, we can talk about the inventory shortage. Yeah. We know that that's obviously an issue, um, but we made it through. I mean, we made it through the pandemic. We've been blessed enough to not have, um, you know, too much to have to deal with relative to COVID. And we've just kind of been bouncing back. You know, we tried to continue to do what we did in 2020, which was, you know, give back to the community and get events, uh, get involved in events where people were coming to the dealership. So that was helpful. Um, the inventory shortage, I think we got a few more months here to go down the road and before you start to see, you know, full inventory and cars lined out on right. Corona Road right. versus driving by and asking, wow, are they going out of business? There's not a whole lot of new cars there. But, yeah. you know, that's across the United States. So, you know, we've just tried to stay positive and come to work every day and do the right thing. And, you know, we'll get through it. I mean, another change in business is it is kind of forcing people to come in and order their vehicle and right. decide, you know, a little bit more futuristically you know usually we look at it and say okay well my lease is coming up next month I'm going to go get a new one <laughs> yeah well now you know your lease is coming up next month you know it's a little too late you're going to be extending right. your lease or buying out your lease so it has forced our customers to kind of come in and get prepared for their lease that's up in three months or six months right so it's a change you know I think COVID changed a little bit of everything and, uh, you know, it's been educational for us to have to sit down with the customers and you don't get to just kind of pick which one you want. You have to then kind of order it and go from right. there. But on the other hand, it allows us to spend a little bit more time with them as well. So, yeah. And, and part of the reason we're doing the show, Discover Flint Township, was uh, we wanted to bring in different aspects of the community. Sure. Obviously, you're the retail market with the automotive and we have HAP with uh, the medical side. We have Dion uh, brings in um, 
the mortgages and but also home ownership and things like that and how that market's been affected and then also community events we were bringing in from the township side and one of the things we've seen in the automotive market like you said is just that it's so what is limiting right now for you right right i mean we're getting people coming in i know when we were here with hap bridget we did the salute the troops over oh, at right. HAP, yes. which shares mm-hmm. that health plus drive with you and it was like i had people asking me is she closing is she right. closing? are we going and out of business like, <laughs> yeah you know i mean people are freaking out because there's no inventory right. right and and i'm like nope nope they're just waiting on vehicles to come in right they're well, well you know that's a pretty interesting point because we've heard that question a lot people uh-huh. walk in the showroom and ask yeah. if you're going out of business so it is a little bit interesting to know that the normal consumer or the everyday consumer, I like mm-hmm. to call them, doesn't necessarily understand the shortages that we're going through with retailers right. or businesses in general. It doesn't even have right. to be retail. Right. You know, they don't really understand that. No, the chip shortage affects us, affects right. us right here in Flint Township. Right. You know, we don't have the inventory that we used to carry 150 Buick GMCs, 300 Chevys. You know, I think we have seven Chevys on the lot today and maybe 10 Buick GMCs. So it's interesting that the normal consumer doesn't necessarily understand how close it hits to home. And I think that this podcast has kind of given them some information as far as other businesses, but I'm sure even in the medical and in the housing market, everything's changed. And I, I say everything's turned upside down. So it's what right. what is it that you can make out of that? Right. Can you right. make lemonade out of those lemons and just proceed forward? Yeah. But it, it does affect all of us on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, Deanne, talking about the, the home market, um, are you seeing the shortages like the same way or are you seeing the market pick up or go down? Well, it's funny that you asked that because a Scotsman guide is one of the, um, like the magazines and the reportings that, you know, uh, our origination, we go by basically. Right. And so the most recent report that I read said that the last two quarters, quarter after quarter, is the lowest originations that we've seen in like two years. Really? So wow. interest rates are rising. Obviously, inflation is rising. You know, there's some crazy stuff going on in our economy. So we're not seeing the purchases that we were seeing, you know, mm-hmm. before. We're not seeing the refinances with the rates. Like, don't get me wrong, we're still, you know, thriving. But from the last two to three years, literally we are down in our originations for both purchases and refinances. And, you know, definitely COVID's got something to do with it. You know, your shortage of um, chips has something to do with it. It all kind of does. You know, I was thinking my whole family is GM, right? My brother works for GM, my son's father, and I see them getting like regular layoffs or not doing as much of the overtime because they have, you know, vehicles built without chips. Sure. And from what I understand, even from part suppliers, they're like robbing Peter to pay Paul, so to speak, with the chips. So it's kind of a trickle down effect that ends up getting to everybody, Mm -hmm. you know? And so to answer your question, originations are down, but people are still buying. They're always going to. What I'm seeing at Trend Toward is we're getting a lot more government loans through where cash was king and conventional, all for the last you know year, year and a half. That's what it was. A government loan was almost like like, like you had the plague or something, or you like you had COVID when you're putting your <laughs> offer in, you know. Yeah. Um, so, but it is trending more now toward government being accepted a little bit more, and 
you know, so that's kind of what's going on in our world. And do you think that has a little bit to do with just the housing shortage or the fact that the housing prices were increasing? And Both, actually. So you kind of got to look at it like this. And I've talked to many brokers, many realtors about this. As a seller, you don't want to list your house because you have nowhere to go, right? Right. So if you figure three out of five people don't want to list their house, even though they want to sell, they don't want to list until they have somewhere to go. Sure. You're just, you're shy three houses on the market. So if three of every people aren't listing their house because they don't have one to buy, it's just like a dog chasing its tail. We're never going to right. increase our, you know, housing market unless people start building. And that's what we're seeing happening right now. Houses are being built everywhere. I sold two vacant lots and houses are already being, uh, ground is already being broken on them. And it's like we closed a week ago. Right. And when you yeah, talk about inflation, amazing. you know, it's interesting because it is, it, it affects every aspect. Like for right. example, if you want to trade your used car in right now, be it a lease buyout or a, a it's worth more today mm-hmm. than Oof. it was a year ago. And you've right. put miles on it. You've depreciated that right. vehicle. You've made payments. So <laughs> Not like it used to be. You drive off the lot, you lost a thousand No, <laughs> I mean, it, it's nothing like that. And so what we're seeing is, okay, that's great. So now you can come in and you can buy your, or you can trade in your used car and you can get more money than you could have ever gotten it for it. Yeah. gotten for it but you don't have a new car to go into right or you're waiting on that new car so similar right. to the housing market right you can get more money selling your house than ever before except mm-hmm. you got to buy a new car or a new house <laughs> yeah. so, and you got to be able to find that new house right yeah. and so it's 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 in every aspect i'm sure health is health is the same it'd be interesting to hear because i it's it's always the same game just a different right. uh what's the word i'm looking for a different uh Field. Different players, or different player. Yeah. You know, it different seems shortage. like that's how yeah. it affects us. Yeah, we're we're finding that you know a lot of people put off care, uh, especially during the lockdowns and when there were some limitations. So we're finding people who have not been to the doctor in over a year. We're really struggling mm-hmm. to get children and their immunizations. Um, you know, we're we're doing everything we can. We're incentivizing members, however we can, to get their COVID vaccination, certainly that's still important. And as we're hearing more about the variants and all the various uh, changes that, that COVID's going through, we still feel that that's the most important thing that, that you can do for your health. We're also finding as, um, you know, the vaccine mandates are challenged in court, um, you know, we'll see how that impacts uh, vaccination rates, but we're struggling to get Michigan to where it needs to be. And we're doing a lot to reach out to underserved communities, both here in Flint and in Metro Detroit, trying to bring those services to where people are, where they need them, and also trying to make it easy for people to get care. So we're setting up clinic days, for example, where we've got, we'll pick you up, we'll bring you to the doctor, we'll, you know, get the service that you're missing, we'll buy you lunch, we'll get you a ride home. You know, we are really struggling and, and working hard to get people in to get the care that they need. And we're also seeing additional cost associated with COVID. So the testing mandates that are sometimes done, I think people forget that the health insurance company actually ends up paying for that. And that's not that we don't want to do that, but that's a huge financial burden for health insurance companies right now. And so it's something that we have had to focus on other ways that we can be economical and that we can um, reduce our costs because we know that COVID is um, continuing to, to be a cost. What we've also done in my world Um, working with community agencies and 
um, charities and so forth, we have really narrowed our focus. We are focusing very much on homelessness and on food insecurity. Those are two things where a lot of people who were doing fine two years ago are now finding themselves in a situation they never thought they'd be in. So we've made a real effort to reach out to agencies, to help fund agencies that are making a difference for people that have found, um, again, found themselves in situations that that they never dreamed of. So we really are trying to help as much as we can. Yeah, and that was one of the great things that um, some of you brought in guests during your time for the show um, that help in our community. Because it's not just about Flint Township and the businesses, but it's about the people that are here as well. So I know that, um, speaking of homelessness that Bridget brought up, um, Mackenzie, you brought in, and I can't recall the lady's name, but it was Snuggle Sack. Stacy. It's Stacy. Her name is Stacy. Her name is yeah. Stacy, too. Okay, I couldn't remember her name, but yeah, and that was such a neat idea, mm-hmm. and it was started by her kids. Yeah, right? by her kids, yeah. Who, she was eight years old when her youngest daughter started this idea. Her grandpa actually was homeless, and they went to go visit him, and then from that, they really wanted to start this company where they supplied necessary. Um, items for homeless people and they they stuff bags they pass them out everywhere and i actually just saw on their facebook post that since covid they've had a decrease in people helping them and donating them it was like 80 percent of a decrease i know so um actually it'd be perfect if you guys would love to team up with them they're a great cause it's just a, a little family that does this and they're really amazing yeah well and then uh hap did the uh during the salute the troops um you guys were um uh, oh, we collected socks. socks. Who right. knew? Yeah. So we've known for a long time that troops, you know, deployed across mm-hmm. the world. That's one of the things that they really, really, really want is new socks, clean, dry socks. <laughs> yeah. So um, we had a great success. Dark color. Coll- yeah. Just don't because, forget yeah, the dark color. You don't want to wear your grungy white ones. So you <laughs> might as well start dark and stay that way. Right. Yeah. Um, but but we've also found that's the number one item requested in homeless shelters mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, so we've started to do more work. We work of, uh, closely with a lot of of the agencies here in Flint, um, you know, Carriage Town certainly is one, um, and others as well in Detroit, where we're putting together kits where you have, you know, a blanket, a hat, some gloves, some socks, because, you know, winter's here, right. and if you don't have somewhere warm and safe mm-hmm. to go, you know, that's a problem. So yeah. the least that we can do is try to help make folks more comfortable and help them get access to the, the resources that they need. Yeah, and during COVID, uh, a lot of the reason, too, why a lot of places are short on items for the homeless is because a lot of the places weren't accepting drop-offs. Yeah, so that's correct. So that hurt it. And um, also, uh, Dan's group at Guaranteed Rate, they've been focusing on mental health awareness, which is another huge issue right now. And y- your company did some great things with this. This was just last month, right? Indeed, yes. So we had a mental awareness drive where um, Victor Cardelli is the owner of Guaranteed Rate, and he presented to all of the employees of Guaranteed Rate, which were nationwide. So there's about 7,000 of us. And he said, if you guys as employees can raise $5 million, I will triple it. So we ended up raising almost 17 or $18 million in two weeks to give back to, um, 
it was for veterans, it was for the homeless, and then um, just mental health awareness. And yeah, Wounded in Warrior the whole. Project was one of them. Yeah, the Warrior Project, yeah. yes, is one of them. And so we had different guests on YouTube every week, and he had different podcasts and things, and it was amazing. And then if you extended this out to your family and friends, they could also donate, and then they could donate in the name of the person that they wanted to. And what really kind of got it passionate for me is we were on our trip in Mexico and my boyfriend's mother suffered from schizophrenia and Victor and Brian started talking about that and it really kind of lit a fire under under Victor and the next thing we know we're hearing that he's doing this you know mental awareness you know drive to raise money and it that's just the, that's the type of mania that the type of company and leadership that he is and it's wonderful when COVID started we had another drive where we helped the homeless and for food and we raised um 3.8 million dollars during that wow. period yeah. of time yeah, that's I amazing you bringing that up yep. yeah so you know it's not it's it's about business but it's about people and it's about our community right yeah, so that's absolutely. kind of what this show we've tried to bring to the listeners and we're going to try to do that again this year so i'm i'm glad you guys are all here and you know chime in whenever you hear something you want to talk about but um also this month what we'll be doing at the beginning of the year every the first show for each of you in in january will just be your group talking so and then we'll start with the business spotlights that are um uh sponsored by guaranteed rate we'll start those in february just like we did last year i think that was a good start to the year and i think we'll do that again this year but we're talking about mental health awareness and um did you have anything you wanted to add to that bridget since you're our just that it, it is so Since important. you're not and, a doctor on the radio. Right, I'm not a doctor and I'm not even playing one. I know some, though, if, if you need connections, I can help you out. But um, it is so important not to that you can't forget about the right. um, the behavioral side of things, that, the things that impact us. And so many of our friends and neighbors are struggling right now. And, you know, we had lunch uh, with some friends the other day, and we were kind of all giving one another sort of a blessing or a mantra for the new year and a friend of mine said and it's so true she said you know you don't know what other people are going through so no matter what you do just be kind be kind give people grace and and understand that we all have different things that we're dealing with and that number one if everyone could do that Mm -hmm. i think that would be certainly a great first step but also don't forget that if you have health insurance whether it's through an employer through the government through medicaid or medicare you do have access to professional help for mental health and uh, we're, we're working to remove the stigma around that and there's no shame in saying that you need help and seeking So do take advantage of that. Exactly. So we're going to turn the page from health now to um, (laughs) what are you guys um, looking forward to in the coming year? Is there anything, any changes that you're looking at and doing at your business or just in your personal life? What do you got going on? Well, it's interesting. We just went over, Mackenzie, we went over our marketing budget this morning. Um, so, you know, we kind of look at all of Yeah, that was a fun things. meeting. Yeah, that was a fun <laughs> meeting. But, you know, part of that budget is, what can we do? And so we left the meeting saying, let's figure out what other new groups we can get involved in and figure out that one, that charity event that we haven't heard of, or, you know, the group that really needs us, who's been impacted. And so we leave those meetings trying to, so we're looking for two or three new groups um, that we can do things with, do things for, Um, you know, for example, you know, even HAP, we, we loved it. We had a flu drive-through here, flu shot drive-through. 
It was fantastic. I mean, not only did I get to walk out into the service lane, get a flu shot in about 30 seconds and walk out the door, (laughs) but people that don't have a place to go can't, their kids are home from school or they're working from home. It was easy for them to come in and drive through the drive-through, get the flu shots, and you know you don't have to do as much coordination. So I think, Bridget, you're absolutely right. People need a little bit more convenience. So that's what I'm looking to do this year is how can we make it a little more convenient and help those that are in need? Um, we're pretty fortunate. I mean, we like I said, we come to work and we do the right thing every single day and we want to know who we can share that with this year. I have a question and I don't have young children, but has anybody heard of like how daycares are doing, you know, because you got to think about it during COVID and now, you know, people being homeschooled and different things like that. How are daycares managing? Are they still up and running? Does anybody have any insight on that? Because that's one of the things I would think if, you know, we're having a shortage of food and we're having a shortage of healthcare, I've got to think that some of these daycares got to be suffering. And then in regards to how our families you know, financing, you know, for the daycares. Is there anything that we can do to help with that cause? Because I feel like it's something that needs to be addressed and it's something I haven't heard of. You know, know as the state has been working with the different daycare centers. I know I've sent information out to the daycare centers that I have contact information for within the township. And we have um I know that there's federal dollars that are available right now to help out. So, and I think they were doing more with the child tax credit for people that had kids that age too. So there is help out there, but you know what? That's a good idea. Maybe I'll get a couple of those for the spotlight and we can talk to them about those things. That would be fantastic because I have friends, like I was a very young mother, so my son is like 29, (laughs) but a lot of my friends have young kids and they're like freaking out with the whole schooling and that everything's going back to work and like, what are we going to do with the kids? There's not enough daycares open. They don't have enough resources to fund them. So exactly, a lot of things unsteady, right? Because some of these kids, they're going to their daycare, but then one kid gets sick. And then they're right. shutting it down for a week. And so, right. you know, it's the, it's the uncertainty. And I think, you yeah. know, Bridget's right. You know, you do have to understand. You, you just know, have to realize what they're going through on a day We were day-to-day talking basis. about that this morning. I was in a meeting this morning with some other communities. And that was one of the things they were looking at that um, employers might have to look at providing daycare for, for their employees, you know, and maybe working with other businesses that are in their area to help establish daycare. We can turn our boutique into a little daycare center. There you go. <laughs> there you go. We actually checked into that previously, yeah, but there's funny. a lot of state regulations as yeah. to what yeah. you can, who you can have, and you have to have license for yeah. this, that, and the other thing. So yeah. yeah, yep, yeah. I'm sure that there's, and I'm sure that the daycares are suffering for snacks and food and things along those right. lines. I mean, let's get real. The cost is on right. everything has gone up. So yeah. the food for those centers, maybe that's something we can do. Ken's mm-hmm. is just kind of do a drive for there those centers, and yeah. there you go. So. Uh, what have what have you got going on new, Bridget? Well, you know, we're always looking for ways to engage in the community, and and I'm sure uh, folks out here know my right hand man, Omar Sims. Yeah, and he's always we love Omar. Oh, everyone loves Omar. I we love, love you Omar. too, though, Bridget. Yeah, we love you too. <laughs> Thanks. I know I'm I know I'm second fiddle to Omar, um, but but do I mean we are always looking for agencies that are doing things in the community that we can support. We have employees who like to volunteer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we we enjoy that. We are we have a culture at half that strongly encourages volunteerism and being active and involved in your community. And uh, we could certainly provide this um, in an email as well. But if you have an agency or a a charity that's looking for support and engagement, not just a check, 
because uh, a lot of times we don't write the biggest checks in town, but we bring a lot of value with that. So I'll tell you that you can reach us at hap.org slash donations, and that will give you a, a, a form that you can complete. We want to know what are you doing for the community? What difference are you making? How would HAP benefit? Because right. we're not a, we're not a foundation, right. but so we want to benefit too, but we want to help you help the community. Okay. So hap.org slash donations is a great place to start. Great. <laughs> you can always email me for anything at mmiller at shaysavings.com. That is M-M-I-L-L-E-R at S-H-E-A-S-A-V-I-N-G-S dot com. <laughs> so I want to I want to end with Deanne here because this this time went so quickly. <laughs> it, it did. It was, you know, but um, but you'll all be back uh, this month with right. a, show, a show. So um, what are you looking for this year? Well, I have my own little initiative that I said I was going to say a little something mm-hmm. about, about yep. how to give back in 2022. So that's what I'm going to be doing. You can learn more about it by visiting my website at dion.oliver at rate.com. That's my email address. Sorry. Um, you can reach <laughs> me at 810-625-7381. And I have to announce my NMLS, 169474. Please call me for all of your financing needs. And I will be here to help you. Yeah. Now, are so, you going to tell us about your initiative yeah, or not yeah. yet? I well, it's 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 a multi-layered thing, okay. so I will be announcing it in January. Okay, perfect. Okay. All right, okay. awesome. Well, I want to thank you all for coming in today. It's hard to get us all together. I think this is the first time we've done this, right? So yeah. we'll try to do a, another one next year. But I'll see you each at least one week a month. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Thanks for coming in, and we'll uh, uh, let's good luck to everyone this year. Thanks, Tracy. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So now we're going to welcome Kristen Brisbane and Maddie Mason from Financial Plus Credit Union. Hi, gals. Nice to see you today. Good morning. It's nice to see you. And nice seeing you too. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, nice to meet you. I hadn't met Maddie before, but we, I have met Kristen. And what is your actual title at Financial Plus? So I was actually just promoted. So it's, Oh, yay um, for you. <laughs> Uh, marketing digital operations. All right. Krista is who I work with to bring in the speakers for Financial yes. Plus during the year. We've had a great year, and you guys have signed on again oh, for this year. Yeah. We're so, so excited. We're absolutely excited. And Maddie is our public relations intern, so she's been just learning right under my wing and <laughs> being a part of the event. So this is the first time she's doing any type of recording or broadcast. So oh, well, we have welcome. To put her on welcome. No judgment here, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll judge. We will judge. So let's talk a little bit about what you guys have done in the last year. I mean, I've had Bill Tina on, yes. Nate Adams, Heidi Zuniga. They've done a great job. But what has Financial Plus itself been doing in the community? Oh, we've been doing so much uh, from financial literacy to raising money for breast cancer patients. We even had American Red Cross Blood Drive. We just had our Whatchamacallit event where we raised money for the old newsboys. And um, I love collect- the old newsboys. Yes. I, I just got to cut you out because you know how I am. I just kind of interject whenever. No. Um, old newsboys is like one of my favorite charities and they have a new um tony tucker tony yes, tucker we absolutely yeah. love tony we do miss chris um, right but yeah he's doing a great job and h- how much did you guys raise for them 
Do you know? Uh, we are still counting the totals. All right. So I, I don't have a number to release yet, but um, we also raised non-perishable food items for the Food Bank of Eastern Michigan. And awesome. Beacon and Bridge, they showed up the morning of with the whole pallet, and they dropped off a second pallet wow. to the food bank. So That's thank you. awesome. And so, and you've done some blood drives, you said? Yes. With the American Red Cross? Yes. We awesome. were able to, I believe it was Maddie, 98 lives we were able. Yes. Yeah, about 97 lives you're able to save with all the um, ounces of blood that we were able to get. Yes. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's a lot of people. Yes. <laughs> a lot of people came in and gave blood. That's awesome. And your big thing is Pink Night Palooza. Pink Night Palooza. We do have a total that we are announcing within the week. So look forward to that. I, I can say it's the biggest and best year we've ever had without that's telling awesome. you the number. That's awesome. <laughs> I saw that one was, uh, what was it? Uh, oh, shoot. What was her name that donated a corset? Um, uh, the singer. Are I you talking about celebrity? It. Yes. So we had Greta Van Vliet. Greta Van Vliet. Yeah. Yes, thank the you The rock much. band. Yes, exactly. You know, we are on 103.9 The Fox. <laughs> I should have known that. <laughs> rock and but, roll. Yeah, rock and roll. So what do we have to look forward to next this year, though, 2022? You're probably going to have Pink Night Palooza again, right? Yep, we're going to have Pink Night Palooza. Um, we are going to get heavily involved with the United Way. We're excited about that awesome. partnership. We've always done a lot with them, but we just want to go above and beyond this year with them. We'll have Pink Night Palooza. We'll do the blood drive again. We do a lot with the Humane Society, so we'll be going in there and volunteering. That's our employees' favorite volunteer event. Yeah, um, great. We're going to focus a lot on financial literacy this year, so you'll hear a lot from us on the podcast, you know, going yeah. into the schools. Yeah, so this year we'll, ha- we'll be looking forward to having you guys back. This month we'll have a show that's just Financial Plus, so it'll be 30 minutes of just talking about what's going on at Financial Plus this year. And I don't know who you're going to send me to talk to me, but we'll, I'll enjoy having them. And I want to remind our listeners, uh, you can always send us questions at discoverflinttownship at gmail.com. You can find our radio show tapes and our podcast on YouTube and on Anchor, and that's Discover Flint Township. Visit my website at discoverflinttownship.com or flinttownship.org. I want to thank my guests, Kristen and Maddie, for coming in today. And I would remind our listeners to tune in next week on 103.9 The Fox at 7.30 a.m. on Sunday. Also, stay safe, stay healthy, shop local, buy local, and discover Flint Township. Stay safe. This has been Discover Flint Township with Tracy Tucker. For more information, visit discoverflinttownship.com. Flint Township is ready for your next move. The preceding program was pre-recorded and was paid for by Discover Flint Township. The views expressed are those of Discover Flint Township and do not necessarily reflect the views of 103.9 The Fox or Krill Communications, Inc.